up, everybody? It is I, Sigma, and we are back with episode 58 of the BBET Gamescast. I'm joined by Mr. Gamer. Hello there. As well as Blue Bones. It's your boy. What's going on, everybody? And as you can tell, <laughs> Superman Jeff is away. He spends some time with his boy. So uh, we'll hear from him, I don't know, later in the week, possibly, more than likely. Either way, we're going to go ahead and start, uh, as we always do, with what we've been playing slash watching for the week. Um, I can go first. I have a really tiny list, like a legit okay. tiny list. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of games, I've been playing the recently released anime tie-in Fairy Tale. What? You've been playing Fairy yeah. Tale? It it's is. That is historic. Because <laughs> it's two things that I'm not a fan of. The anime oh, yeah. Fairy Tale and um, anime JRPGs, <laughs> because that, that's the genre. It's a JRPG yeah. game. So oh my with that being said... I, I do think it's bad. <laughs> yeah. But but not because I don't like it, but because I feel like anyone who's a fan of the JRPG genre is not going to be you know impressed by what they have to offer. Like it's a very very basic combat system. Mm -hmm. Um think of it like your enemies are standing on a grid, almost like a turn-based thing, like a turn-based tactics okay. thing. But your your team is not on a similar grid, so it's not like you're doing the same thing back and forth. You guys are on a regular, you know, straight line. All of your enemy attacks hit either one of you or all of you, and that's just <laughs> that's just okay, how they so specify. Let's let's back up a little bit. What mm -hmm. kind of format are we looking at? This isn't like a Dynasty Warriors thing, right? No, 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 this no. The... It's a it's a JRPG like old like old Final Fantasy, where like. Got um, you. Like old 3D Final Fantasy, where you run around an open world as a character, and like they have like maybe 15 or so. There are more that you unlock over time uh, that you can literally add to your party, and then you can run around as that character model. Doesn't really make a difference. You can just switch between yeah. whoever's in your party to be the avatar for yourself. But gotcha. once you get into a fight, it switches to like you know the turn-based JRPG thing, where like you pick an attack, okay. or you pick items, yeah. or you pick run away, you know, stuff like that. But um. The way the attacks work is your enemies are on a grid, and when you hover over an attack, it shows you what space on the grid that attack is going to hit. So some can hit, like, gotcha. maybe one square, some can hit, like, two, some can hit, like, a T-shape. Yeah. So based on where your enemies are standing, all you really have to do is pick whichever attack hits the most of them. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of just go from there. Like, there's not that much strategy. Like, resistances and armor and stuff doesn't play that much of a factor because... All you need to do is be of an adequate level. And if you're at the right level, you'll pretty much win all the fights. If you're not, the enemies will trounce you, like, immediately. Because, one, they're faster, so they go first, and then, like, they'll just KO all your ammo, all your uh, HP, like, immediately. So, it's, like, oh it's not even really, like, a challenge. Like, you can't you can't try and, like, work your way through strategy and beat anything. It's yeah. stupid simple. Okay. I mean, oh, that, okay. that being said, though, <laughs> it does, it does uh, go through a lot of the story, like, and because of that, um, since I didn't finish Fairy Tale, uh, it stopped. Well, it actually starts where I stopped watching, like just after. Oh, I, like it. Okay, that's yeah, convenient. So, I mean, it's weird, but it, it made me actually go back and watch the show to try to get more reference to see how it stacks up. So I did go back and start watching Fairy Tale, which brings me to like what I've been watching. So <laughs> I, uh -huh. I was gonna. Hey, that's one of the good things about JRPGs because a lot of times they can fill you in on some story. Like I remember, um, and I, well, I, I'll talk about it a little later. But yeah, <laughs> all right, yeah. 
no, no, I love getting filled in on stories and games and stuff like that, like with the Xenoverse actually back in the day. Um, I was I didn't know some of the like later Dragon Ball Z stuff. Right. And I got filled in with that because yeah, Universe keep, going... all the Dragon Ball Z games keep retelling the same story anyway, so it makes sense. Exactly, <laughs> right? So little details that kinda of run through it. But you said you've been watching Fairy Tale now. Yeah, like I tried to go from where I left off, but then I was reminded, like, I didn't always hate Fairy Tale. Like, I watched a good amount of it because I thought it was a very funny show. Like, it, it wasn't, like, you know, revolutionary, but it was entertaining, you yeah. know? It was something to watch on a regular basis. And I, I legit think, still, that Fairy Tale is very funny. Like, it's it's one of the funnier shonen type animes. But they, they kept dragging things on by just doing all these side stories or uninteresting arcs. And then the Butt Jiggle Gang, if you're familiar with the three guys who keep showing up... Yeah. They're supposed to be some kind of comedic relief type thing, but they're amazingly annoying and just awfully unfunny. And that was like the last straw for me. So anytime I saw any reference to them or pictures of them in the episode, I just skipped over all of that. So I jumped like a whole a whole bunch of episodes to get to... Literally, uh, one of the chapter titles in the game was the same name as the episodes. I just started there at that point. There you go. Yeah, so... Might as well. Honestly... What, what that put me was in the Grand Magic Games arc, which I've heard a lot about, but I didn't get up to. And apparently yeah, yeah. that has a lot of good, you know, story stuff and some fights or whatever. And I have to say, I feel like I want to keep going now. Like, I want to see That's how true. that stuff plays out. Even though I know what happens based on the game, I kind of want to see yeah. the full breadth of it. Even though I, I, I looked at certain moments just to see how the game did it versus the anime. And the game doesn't really... I mean, the game tries. It, it's... You can tell, like, it's a budget thing that they put together with the license. Like, honestly, yeah. if you, the environments and stuff look like last-generation stuff. Like, they look like 360 Ooh. PS3 games, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's not up to this <laughs> this decade standard. But, I don't know. At, at the very least, the game is bad, for sure. But at the very least, <laughs> I, may, I may reignite some interest in the anime itself. So, I think that's good that that came out of it. But, yeah. Man. So on the the last thing I've been watching is the anime Haikyuu, which is if you guys know that sports anime about the high school volleyball team. Oh yeah, oh, is that good? Yeah. It I've is actually really good. Like it's really really good. Like they <laughs> And the thing is, I'm not surprised cuz they do this all the time. Like they make whatever the the thing is, like the subject Dramatic. matter they make it so deep. Like you're invested in everything there is about that yeah. sport. Or that Any game, or they do. They're like, "Oh man, he's got that secret technique." Right, like they're explaining, like, "Oh, th- look at this method. Look at this technique. This is called a quick attack. This is a fast attack." And like, <laughs> they just dramatize everything so much. Like, all the characters are like funny and cool. Like, Haikyuu's very funny as well. Like, I, I really enjoy it. <clears throat> the characters are okay. relatable. Uh, like, there's real drama in their freaking like their want to be the best volleyball team. And like, I don't, this is awesome. Like, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm. I'm kind of mad I put it off for so long, but uh, I'm, I think I'm close to the end of season one. But um, okay, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much all I've been playing slash watching. All right, all right. So what about you? Give guys? me one next or uh, yeah, mine is short. Um, so game I recently um, for some reason I popped back in Division Two. Yeah, wow, you um, did play that. Interesting. Because I remember way back when I first got my Xbox, everybody was like, oh, yeah, Division 2 and the Church of Overwatch and blah, 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 blah. Um, Is that how we sounded? 
that's the initial <laughs> translation when I first got in the group. Yeah. <laughs> so I put that back. So I, I popped it back in and I had some Amazon credit. So I was like, you know what? I, I bought the expansion just to see what it was. And it's a whole lot of the same. It's like same, same, but different, but still the same. <laughs> still the same. <laughs> I because, love that movie. Because Ooh. there was nothing, there was nothing like, ooh, ah, it was kind of like, oh, I could play this for, you know, another couple of hours and then put it away again. And that was it. Like, it, it was, it's still that simple, you know, endless numbers game, like, it, nothing new, just some, sponges. yeah, exactly, just some, there's some new looking things to shoot, and it's like, yeah, okay, I don't, all right. Did you uh, um, play Division 1? Yes, yes, I did. Um, you were, like, I, a fan of that? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, okay. I, no that, okay, <laughs> wait. I was a fan of the idea, and then it came out, and they had the variety of just server issues and all. Yeah, so I started, and then immediately hopped off. Um, Man, let's see. Um, I also uh, downloaded Undermine, which is now on Game Pass. I already uh, own it on Steam. Um, you know, I'm a fan of roguelikes, so this yeah. is. Basically, you are endless amount of servants, and you are told to, hey, you're a servant. Go into the mine and go get some things. And, you know, don't ask questions. Just do what you're told. So, obviously, you ask all the questions, and you do and you do absolutely nothing that you're told. And um, <laughs> you, you eventually find out the truth of what is in the Undermine, which I will not spoil. Um, but how as it, far as... Yeah, how does it play? Like, is it, like, Splunky... No, nope. it's uh so twin stick so uh twin stick but um you you don't so much shoot but you have the ability to throw your pickaxe and it'll come back to you like a boomerang. <laughs> nice. You have you have your swing damage, you have a pet that goes with you that based off of what it is, it will get experience like you start off with a canary that can pick up gold for you and it gets experience every single time it picks up gold. So, but gold that's just sitting there can be picked up by what's called a pilfer and taken off screen. And what, you lose that or something? Yes. So you have to balance between you picking up the gold and you just get gold, but your pet doesn't get any experience or you let the pet pick up all the gold, which also has to make it exactly because a pilfer might get the gold first now you can defend you can defend the the goal by attacking the pilfers but eventually it's gonna like start sending out like bomb pilfers and pilfers on that are on fire if if you just keep attacking them until eventually like a super mega pilfer comes up and then you (laughs) no no seriously like because some people will just like sit and grind an area and they're like yeah no you can't just do that you can't do that that makes sense um now, as far as watching, though, um, there is one series that uh, a friend of mine has wanted me to watch, and I, I, I am in pain about the fact that I have sat and watched this. I'm also in pain and letting it be known that Mr. Gamer is not under duress when he says this. You watch Tiger King again? Glitch Tale. I've not Which heard one? of this. 
Glitch Tale. This is a movie? Glitch. This is a Littles fan-made series by a wonderful artist named Camelia Cuevas. She has made Glitch Tale, which is a interesting fan-made interpretation of what happens after Frisk's true pacifist uh, ending. You don't... So it's the continuation of... Um, it's... it's, it's um, yeah, it's one fan's continuation of, yeah, and never in this, to watch this show was at least 20 times worse than any episode of BoJack Horseman I have seen so far. So, hold on, I was worse in, as in it was as depressing? It, it, I was... I was crying. I was in pain. My anxiety so was. Oh, it is so okay. good. You made it sound I, like I, you hate no, 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 no. But I have to say that. I have to say that because a lot of people on the surface level know Undertale as true pacifist, you know, get dunked on kid and uh, mercy and all that determination. This artist, which, by the way, all of the animation, all the everything is done by one artist, by the way. Mm -hmm. It does such a good job of not only holding your attention, but gluing you to that seat and then forcibly taking in anything that it gives you. And then at the end of it saying, "Okay, can I have some more? And it's like, no, you have to wait. So I'm sorry, Sigma. I can't have you watch this just yet. Why? Because it's not finished, I guess. Because it's not finished. And it's the one-person production, so what, it's taking like a long time for each one to come out, or how is that? Yeah. Yes, so it's so she's on season two right now. Um, her art style has significantly increased, but again, she has her own Patreon and everything, and she has some people, she has actually some voices with some of the lines for uh, the characters, Chara, Toriel, Asgore, you know, people like that. So, yeah, it's still growing. But as far as, like, there is no other animators besides herself doing this. Wow. So here's my question now. If you haven't watched Undertale, would this series be understandable and or entertaining? Nope. And she and the first episode right. clearly states that if you have not, at the bare minimum, go read the wiki. Because, uh, like, it will all look nice, but there's going to be so much backstory about, oh, ba 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 and no one will under, no one will understand it. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Um, but, yeah, that just about, yeah, that just about wraps it up for, oh, no, what was it? Uh, I, I recently saw the Blues Brothers for the first time. Oh. How was that? Who's in the room? Like, who's that? Dan Aykroyd? Jim Belushi? Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've seen that movie, though. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I... It, it was... I saw... <laughs> you just shrugged the shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't... It's like it, it wasn't bad, but like maybe if I understood more of why it's like such a cult classic and crazy and everything, it's like, you know, I can... You know, I could clearly tell what was fake in the mall that got destroyed, but Probably. for the most part, it was like 
probably two reasons. It's, it's not it's, it's not probably, bad, but it's, it probably wasn't it's, aimed towards your demographic. If you get what I mean, like it, yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. And the second part is, you know, it is an older comedy, super old. Yeah, so <laughs> it could just be 20. a lot of stuff just. Like the references or the jokes just haven't aged well, especially yeah. like that Saturday Night Live type. Like a lot of those sketches from old Saturday Night Live that became movies, they probably just can't get away with today because one, they wouldn't be funny, and two, they'd probably be just offensive in some way. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be. Oh funny. yeah, like there's some. Yeah, I've uh, I've just been working through my working through my list, and Blue had given me another show that I need to watch, a show or but- a movie. Maybe it was no because we already talked about the Mandalorian. I just remember you telling me, "Oh, I know you're going through BoJack Horseman and everything, but you need to watch this as well." I know it's gonna, it's gonna come back to my mind. Yeah, I, nothing comes to mind yeah. to me either. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but all right. So how about you, Blue? Um. Okay. So I thought I had the shortest list, but apparently I had the longest one. Uh, <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. <laughs> Let's start with um. So, Sigma, you brought up you were playing fairy tale, anime video games, JRPGs. Um, I played some Jump Force again this week. I was feeling really weebish, right? <laughs> I played Jump Force, um, and it, I love coming back to old games and seeing that they've been updated. I'm like, oh, okay, how, do, how does this work now? And um, Jump Force basically still plays the same. Um, it's visually stunning, and... Uh, like that's about it for me. Like I love the way it looks. Every time I just want to beat somebody down and be as cool as possible, jump force is the way. I to mean, do that's it. all it is. It's just flash, and flash, I like flash. It for it. I mean, yes. that's what some people are looking for. Sure. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. Um, I on the weeb track, I did um, Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Strikers. Because uh, that's like free that for this weekend or whatever, right? It's been on Game Pass oh, for the okay. longest time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where I started playing it. Um, but uh, some of my friends picked it up again, uh, or just started picking it up uh, this weekend, and um, I was playing with my boy Matt, and we're just we just out there looking like some African ninjas. It was pretty dope. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, honestly, the game in, in general, and this goes with all games, it could be a bad game, but if you're playing with your friends and you guys are having fun, that's, that's what matters. You know what I mean? It's definitely a, um, it's, a enhancement is to do a bad thing with with people you like. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so we've been having some fun on that. Uh, on the PlayStation Four side, I started playing a uh, Fall Guys. Now I need mm. to stream that one because that one I need to get some folks in the party. And I saw um, actually Critical Zone doing it last night, and they were having a ball. But if you don't know, Fall Guys is like a Japanese um, game show battle royale, pretty much. It is as fun to watch as it is to play, to be honest. Um, it's so dope. You got 60 people going in. One person's coming out on top. You got five rounds. Um, and you just got to meet those uh, those cutoff um, markers every time. So if you got 60 people, you got to be in the, in the first round. You got to uh, be in the first, like, 40-something to get across this obstacle. The next round, sometimes it's a team game. It's it's all random, the games that come up, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I was playing that with Chibs uh, earlier in the week, and that was great. Uh, a, I just want to say there's a ton of buzz yeah. about that game. Like, I think Escapist is actually playing it tonight, and even uh, the king of Escapist himself, Yahtzee, said that he wanted to jump in 
on game night. So it might yeah. be like a bigger one with people That's watching dope. that one. So <laughs> I'm gonna the king of the escape. The, the community are just is obsessed with that man. man. Like it's kind of bothersome. Him. <laughs> Every time I'm on y'all's uh, Twitch, I'm not throwing shade at nobody. Right. <laughs> I'm on the Twitch, someone's talking about Yahtzee. Yes, like, I ain't oh, never seen Yahtzee this dude show up on the Where's Yahtzee? Yeah. Like, he doesn't do the game nights usually, but he's going to do this one, so we'll never get All them right. to stop now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But my, my bad. Um, no, no, no. It's good, bro. So I've been mostly playing those games. Of course, Overwatch, they dropped the new summer skins. True. Uh, so <laughs> apparently the um, Baptiste skin looks a lot like me weirdly uh, so, so. <laughs> like, like it's kind of strange like, that that does actually look a lot like you like remember that time when blue was just away for a little bit hey maybe this <laughs> is what you were actually doing <laughs> hey man i signed ndas all right um mm, but, okay <laughs> i've also been watching a lot of movies oh, i've been trying to watch a lot of movies um I don't know. I, you know, sometimes you just get in that that mood where you just want complete stories in two hours and just be involved in it. Mm. Um, as far so, I, I rewatched one of my favorite Studio Ghibli movies um, last night. It's a uh, uh, Porco Rosso. I don't know if you guys have watched that one. Mm, no, I but I think it's gorgeous. It's one of the more. It's one of the the films from Studio Ghibli that you don't hear too much about, but. Um, it's about, all about seaplanes and, and flying over the Mediterranean and the Italy area. It's it's gorgeous. If you know anything about Studio Ghibli, yeah, I can imagine. They're gonna, I think. yeah, <laughs> um, it's on HBO Max. Definitely, I'd suggest uh, checking that out. Um, we watched The Old Guard, and The Old Guard is on Netflix. It's actually super, super, super dope. Yeah, that's what I, I wrote. Saying. Yo, I have no I idea didn't what it's about. Like, and that's good, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch the trailer, um, you can surmise that the old guard is about a group of immortals, um, and they have gone through time being a force for good for the most part, or what they believe is good. So Charlie Theron does her thing, and you know what? I really need to hold on. This this is gonna be this is because the um, what what I I already liked the trailer when I first saw it, but I do need to say Gina Prince uh, Bythewood is a director. This black woman put her foot in this film, y'all. Like this, I don't like a lot of um, I don't like a whole bunch of movies that I feel like the, the action is just to draw you in. It's it's never. Um, necessary especially like in the opening act of most action movies it's unnecessary action it's like <laughs> someone's just getting their butt whooped just to show skills right uh -huh. but this every movement had a meaning every movement had a place and i loved the way they, they developed the characters i i, I want to say more about it but i want you guys to watch this because I, i've actually been writing a story about immortals on the side so this actually oh, nice. helped me <laughs> yeah helped inspire me a little bit so definitely check out the old guard that's also the movie that um we talked about it was either last week or the week before where those um those girls i think a team bliss had won all oh, right the apex tournament. yeah yeah, yeah. They did like yeah they did yep, 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 yep. yeah it was in conjunction with that movie right exactly exactly cool um strong female protagonists left and right in that um show in that movie excuse me and then 
last but not least, and Gamer, I was talking to you about this movie this week, um, but guys, you got to check out Parasite. It's on oh, Hulu. I've seen that. That Son. was what it was. That was what you were telling me about, and I Stick thought it was it. in reference to the anime, and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That was what it was. It got won, it. Uh, uh, an Oscar for Best Picture last year. Yeah, Blue, the Blue first expl- foreign nominated. Well, I don't know if like, first that was nominated, but first to win at least. To win. Yeah. When Blue Yo. was telling me about this, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's this and this," and I'm just like, "Are you?" It's but a dark like, comedy. Yeah, it's it's really dark. And, and the really way funny. that it's biting uh, exactly biting commentary of like social hierarchy and stuff like it's it's yeah. really interesting. The way I, I and, and I eventually described it to Gamer was it is a comedy that's shot as a drama, but it's still dark. Because first of all, every frame, and I'm coming from a cinematographer point of view, every frame was gorgeous. All the sets were the house that the yeah, that was the, a nice house. <laughs> that was a beautiful house. <laughs> but oh my gosh, all the conversations were funny as heck. Um, all the lines were great, and it just showed the darkness in these people's hearts. But how deep it went, you know what I mean? Like especially the end. Well, I, just. I mean, yes, but also like it. It comes from somewhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, so it, it was, it's, it's, it's a really good movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't want to, like, really go into it because you should definitely just watch Because I really didn't know that much about it going in either. So I really didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give it, a, give it a watch. All right. It's, it's worth your time. Definitely check out Parasite. Let's talk about it on the Discord. Let's talk about it, you know, when we playing something, whatever. <laughs> um, Parasite's worth your time. It, it's, it's great. I'm definitely going to be watching it again this week. Nice. And I don't do a whole bunch of repeats. I, I don't feel like I do, but uh, that's definitely one that's going to require a second second run through for me. Yeah, I definitely watched some uh, like deep dives on YouTube, like the Wisecrack guys. Oh, I, like I love their YouTube channel. Yeah. They they love that movie. They went in real deep on like their podcast it's, and like a whole video essay on it. <laughs> it's great, man. All the acting, like every situation that, first of all, the whole situation seemed plausible. Like I could see that. I mean, happening. somewhat at first, at least. <laughs> <laughs> like things get a little ridiculous. I feel like, but like not, not in a bad way, but like just in a example Ex- way. Yeah. I don't know. Like it goes uh, well, to well, extremes. I feel like. It does. I feel like the the slope is is that another time. Um, and then okay, so watching uh. I've been catching up on Black Clover, and I've been mentioning this last couple of weeks, but I finally hit a point where they started changing up the animation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank God. Cause it was <laughs> ugly before. Son. I agree. I was <laughs> totally disgusting. Like, the first 20-something episodes are pretty bad. I'm like, man, this is a current anime? You know what I mean? And then they switched up the, the art style, and you can see just from the intro that these fights are going to be a lot better. And so I'm like, okay, there's there's hope for this series. So have you so, been liking it up till this point, though? The anime? No. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, the only reason why I pushed through is because I've read past this part. 
Okay, because I, I just want to see how they did. Because like yeah, from like episode one, I was like, this is very bland, generic, and ugly. Do I don't care me. about what's happening. But everyone is going Black Clover, Black Clover, Black Clover. It's so good, it's so good. So it's like, all right, fine. Let me see if I can get to where it gets good. So I got like maybe twenty something episodes in. I, I didn't get to this part where the animation changed. Yeah. But up like how many episodes I gotta watch before <laughs> before I the know, show gets I good? I ain't mad at you, bro. Um, so I just stopped. Black Clover is terrible as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> It's a bad start. It's a 100% bad start. One of the worst starting animes I've seen uh, with such a good story because I know um, I know about that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's the only reason why I'm pushing through. It, it sucks for people who haven't read it. Um, but yeah, the animation does change up. It looks a lot better. I do think that they set up the world properly when it comes to the story, but just not visually. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically what I got been doing too much uh i'm trying to watch daredevil and legion these are all the shows i watch with the lady legion man that's it's it's too much i think it's too much i think it's actually too much (laughs) i think it's actually too much refresh my memory on legion because i i've seen daredevil so when you said refresh your memory on legion that's what i have to do every episode bro I have to go oh. back and be like, what oh, the heck man. just happened? <laughs> okay. Ouch. But, Legion I mean, is about one of the most powerful um, mutants in the uh, Marvel Universe, which is Charles Xavier's son, Legion. Uh, uh, Matt, what's his name? David? I was thinking of his Downton Abbey name because I know the actor originally from <laughs> Downton Abbey. <laughs> but um, I think his name is David, yeah. And uh, he is an incredibly power sci- powerful psychic um, mutant. And they're kind of talking about his come up and uh, how he realizes and uses his powers. So it's interesting to a point, and then they go into a deep dive in theoretical um, things that are happening inside people's brains. And it's, it's, it's one thing to imagine it for a little bit and say, okay, this is the way it is. But then there's always, always a metaphor for your brain. So it's like, imagine your brain is an egg, and if it cracked like this, no, no, no. Like that's that's how they would start an episode. Mm. And then they'll, say, oh well, you know, an idea is like a cold, and they show this whole thing about people catching colds, and then they go into an episode. It's just like, yo, son, can we just? What's this? <laughs> I want to, I want to see people mind controlled, like. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of it. Um, and I think anybody who watches Legion is always asking, is this happening in someone's head or not? Is this real or not? That is like the whole show. Is this real or not? Is this in someone's head? Is that person real? Can this person see that person? You know, and it's not 100% clear yet. Um, but the only thing I will say uh, right now in its favor is I love the villain. And, you know, I, I like villains, but when they're done right, they keep you going. Um, Farouk sure. is Yeah, man. And he's a powerful psychic as well. But we, we can talk about that another time. Um, I'm I'm in season two right now. Is is crazy. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, she's... I feel like she just does whatever she wants on set. And then they're like, okay, we'll just film around it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so wild. Um, yeah. That, that's all I got, man. All right. Well, thanks for that. That's all we've been playing, but that's not all you got, Blue, because you got to give us our Super Smash Bros. recap for the week. Have at it. 
I left that break because I'm not gonna lie, I forgot to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, let's see if I can actually remember what happened last. My bad. Week. I am so sorry, guys. That's fine. I... No, yeah, because Blue Blue actually was on mic, but he had to leave because I think uh, you said you had a headache that day. But if Son, I remember yeah. correctly, uh, I'm so sorry. I want to say Paradigm. Yes. Okay. Paradigm was out and about again. Uh, he's become one of our regulars. Um, he was holding his own in the ring for a time, I think. Him and Arturis, I believe. Uh, as usual, yeah. they're both really good players. Um, but mm-hmm. eventually, I think I had to bring out some of my heavier hitters. <laughs> I heard about that. You brought out the Toon Link? Yeah, Toon Link came out near the very end. Um, and... I mean, I don't want to brag. Yeah, I don't want to brag or nothing, but I did three stock. <laughs> I did three stock Arteris. Um, okay. I don't remember. I don't. I'm pretty sure I beat Paradigm, but I don't remember if that was a three stock. Probably wasn't, to be fair. Um, yeah. But I do want to say, Jeff ended the stream <laughs> with a remarkable spike. <laughs> like it. Really? Like go back and watch just the very end of the stream if you if you I'm need to. I'm looking right this second. But it was. It was it was just the perfect way to just close out a Super Smash Sunday. So if you okay. missed it, definitely go check it out. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> but thanks to everybody who came through. We really appreciate it. Yeah, um, most definitely. We're gonna move on though from our blues news section to our quick updates. Gamer, uh, we got a couple of quick things that we've mentioned before in the past. Let's just run through uh, what our people need to know about it. So, the one thing that people can calmly put to bed is that Microsoft has no plans to end the Xbox Live Gold service. We had recently covered that they had removed the ability for you to purchase a 12-month subscription, but they still kept the one to three months. And it's official that they have no plans to end the Xbox Live Gold service. And if you've you've been paying attention, it's actually just been rebranded into just... Game Pass, like it's just now Game Pass. There's no gold. It's now just Game Pass. Yeah. So, and I think because I think we also talked about the rumors of them making like the the live service like free, free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Game Pass would be the only thing you paid for. Yeah. So apparently that's not a thing. <laughs> so nope, they, they came nope, out and nope, just nope. clarified that. Although I, I still think that would be a that would have been a good idea. Oh, I I personally thought it would have been. It would have been a huge, strong arm in their favor to say, hey, yeah, this whole service is free. Yeah, just, hey, you want to go play online, somebody? It's like Steam. It's free. Go and go. Just go do it. But if you want this library of hundreds of games, why don't you sign up for Game Pass? And, you know, why not? Why wouldn't you? Because, I mean, how many times have we said it's kind of the best deal in gaming right now it it, it just really really is um next we have that disney will be releasing mulan for 30 dollars on disney plus excuse me we talked about this yes because they the news has said that they were postponing it indefinitely like they didn't know when they were gonna release it so so what they landed on i guess yep but so we through a premium access so through a premium access coming September 4th, you will be able to pay $30 on top of your already uh, Disney Plus subscription to watch this. So how long do we have to wait till it gets pirated? Like what, uh, hour and 30 minutes after, <laughs> right. just about, a- after September yeah. 4th? Come on. Just about. 
Because this is I, this is legit ridiculous. This is in and lieu I see, of now. I see what. I see where they're going because it's like, oh, these other movies like Trolls 2 have had these huge just straight to digital releases. And we're Disney. Come on. We own your nostalgia and childhood by the balls. But this is ridiculous. Like, no. Like, absolutely not. I'm I'm sorry. I first of all, because first of all, this is just coming from me. I'm not exactly on the choo-choo hype train for this Mulan anyway because it is live action and I'm, I am I don't have the biggest support for it. But not only that, you're telling me that not only am I going to have to have a special key to get inside this special place to watch this, I already have to be in your park paying for it and then pay more to get that. No, no, thank you. Well, this is my question. It's just a one-time payment, right? Mm-hmm. Just for the movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the way I look at it, for some families, that's a deal. Because if you got one or two kids, right, and and you go into the movie theaters, God forbid they hungry, you spend <laughs> way more than $30. You know what? From, from that angle, it makes sense. Because they're kind of trying to recoup that theater money, right? Like, yeah. Because if you if it's you by yourself were gonna bro. buy a movie ticket, you wouldn't pay thirty dollars. You would no. pay what fifteen maybe, Tops, at most, yeah. right? Yeah. And me and, by myself, I'm either bringing food in illegally <laughs> or I ate right before it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I I get what they're trying to do. I still think it's too much because it's it's a gate behind a gate, like Gamer was saying. Like you pay but, for this streaming service. And then they're telling you, like, first sign up for the streaming service, then you can buy this movie, and they try to placate you by saying, "Well, you own it now," but you don't because it's still locked behind the paid service. You don't, you can't watch that movie after the fact if you don't pay for Dis- pay for Disney Plus anymore. Yeah, so, because like, Disney, that, Disney Plus yeah. is the way that you get in the first gate. So yeah, if like, you don't got that, you can't do anything. Like, I'd, I'd be more, you. I'd be more understanding if this was priced like a regular movie ticket, like 12 to $15. I'd be like, okay, yeah. well, it's supposed to be a theatrical release that they're putting right in your home immediately. So do the one ticket because I'm already paying a service thing. But they're like, this just sounds greedy. <laughs> I, I hear what y'all are saying. I have sympathy for the cast and crew who were supposed to get paid off of ticket sales. And... Is that how know, that works? Not... Like, the, do the cast I'm... and crew not get paid... Like to they, they do the work, get, and then it's the studios or whatever that make their money. I, honestly, the I don't know the details of their contracts, right? But I know that somebody is getting paid off of ticket sales, right? And that's going to be affected by this kind of release. And I feel like the thirty dollar per household is not a bad mitigation. Mm. That's how I feel. But I mean, how many people are going to pay that? And won't this eventually come to Disney Plus? like anyway or like what what is the shelf life for this <laughs> like yeah, so no, you pay $30 now for like release week and then what a month from then two months from then now it's free so like you you do you feel like an idiot after that <laughs> <laughs> look man I, I i i hear what you're saying and i don't think it's a perfect solution um but man i know people are gonna buy it I know that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Someone because thirty dollars <laughs> is nothing to a lot of people out here. That that one percent. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's gonna be heavy. But 
Uh, what's what's our last quick update, gamer? All right, so our last quick update is our cinnamon toast man in chief. Um, has hold on. yeah, toast. hold on, because that actually makes him sound pleasant. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, like, he, he's more right, like uh, uh, like uh, smacks the cereal with the frog. Because <laughs> that 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 used to taste like poison. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, all right. So our smacks head and chief. <laughs> yes, better. that sounds so much better. Smacks head and chief. Yeah, that's a better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to smacks? <laughs> all right. So, um, our smacks head and chief has stated that he is going to be reversing his course to ban TikTok and opening the door for Microsoft to buy it. Because he needed a secure, very American company to come in and take a look at this because of all of the scary Chinese stuff that's behind this app. When you already have, uh, let me just make sure that I'm saying this correctly, ByteDance has already stated, yes, there's nothing for you to worry about. Um, Everything is going to still be continuing here on TikTok. We know that you've heard things about what the president has said, but in a statement they've said, we're committed to continuing to bring joy to families and meaningful careers to those who create on our platform as we build TikTok for the long term. And they have also released, I think it's a $2 billion fund for creators. Well, let me rephrase that. Top verified creators, let's be real. Mm. Top verified creators on TikTok, which I do like. I have looked into Instagram's, I think it's called Reels that they're trying to... Yeah, I've actually been experimenting with that recently. Like, it's like a competitor for TikTok, for sure. It's <laughs> it, it's, it's still too slow. It, it's, it's still... It, <laughs> it, it, it is, because I could just scroll through so many videos with with, with ease, and it's it's not to say that Reels is bad, but you're, you're gonna have to really keep up with the... with how TikTok does their, how how quickly it is to be like, duet something, make a video, boom, 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 hashtags, and then, you know, the algorithm kind of does the rest. But, and I had mentioned this on my own personal Facebook and then on Mr. Gamers, but um, can we, is, is this really, like, right now, with what's currently going on, why, why are you focusing on a social media app? Like, I don't think anyone and, can answer this yeah. And, and 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 this is this kind of goes into a a conversation that I almost had with someone who commented on my status. Um, <laughs> I had I had posted that, and the person asked me, "What exactly are you upset about?" And I had to not respond because I knew that first of all that was not going to be a fruitful conversation <laughs> because. <laughs> The only reason that someone would ask something like that is to simply get a rise out of you, and I'm not about that right now. Yep. But what it but what it does show me is that what I see on TikTok, that stuff is real. You have people who are just like, there is no pandemic, there is no war in Ba Sing Se. Like it's that it's that level, and I'm not even kidding. Like it. Yeah. It's scary. And and now Trump's like, oh, because an American company is thinking about buying TikTok. Now I don't have to ban the app. Well, I mean, the he's also trying to get a cut of it, too. 
Oh, right, yes. yeah, like the. Ugh, this is so like dumb and like sleazy, but like he, yeah, he he said because and the thing is, I bet he just didn't even know. Like his his TikTok thing was like kind of just a jerk reaction to him maybe seeing the first video of someone making fun of him. Well, like, wait, what is this whole thing? I'm gonna ban it. Like, that's how I feel that happened, they... right? But then, like, after after he said this and it got and word got out. Then I think it came to light that Microsoft was maybe looking to buy it, and he went like, "Oh well, if an American company is going to do this thing, I'll give them until this time to to settle whatever they're doing." And we also you. want we want to cut it a sale because, like, huh? You. Like you don't have nothing to yeah. do with this. Also, That's isn't there a pandemic going on? <laughs> This is exactly this is exactly why I decided not to engage because it's like mm -hmm. if you don't see why i why i am upset then the problem's not on me doc it, so, it really isn't and i don't want to um go too far off the topic but i'm also not one to necessarily argue online mm -hmm. um and i i had an online argument this week though <laughs> i had a it started one night and it continued into the next morning and i was like i can't drop this point and it was we won't get into what it was but the fact is like i felt like i had to say something because this is somebody that was on my friends list somebody that um is in our gaming community and i was like yo you can't be saying this toxic stuff you know what i mean um so yeah because like, honestly I won't get if, yeah if you or someone else doesn't check them on it then they're gonna keep running around thinking it's okay exactly exactly um and like I said, I, I have no problem in general just leaving people in ignorance online <laughs> <laughs> when it's that close to home. Right, like when it's in like a community you care about. Like I, I, I do this within one of my uh, my fraternity's Facebook groups because, yeah. believe it or not, there's a lot of older black guys who are super conservative and like yes. super yes. ignorant. <laughs> yes. And like yes. they'll just say the dumbest, most misogynistic, racist that, things. That's exactly. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? I am also a sigma. And if you're going to go around with this mindset calling yourself a sigma, I'm going to let you know that the rest of your brothers don't feel that way. And honestly, yeah. at a certain point, I'm not even going to call you a brother. <laughs> like that's yeah. how I feel in a lot of those cases. So I, I would put that out to everyone. Like if you mm -hmm. if you know that someone in a community you give a damn about is like super ignorant, you don't have say to something. change their mind. At least check them. Let them know that they're not something. speaking to an echo chamber, and that they I have actually to really had watch a, their um, mouth about some of this stuff. I had a, a close friend. He he was on a post and he was talking to two different people and he was kind of re reprimanding both of them. But one guy had called um, a girl uh, a, a bitch. Mm completely unnecessary and i said hold on man you got to check your boy on that one because that's that's not what we do they can have an argument they can have a discussion but you're not gonna call you know let's let's not even start but anyway we are definitely getting off topic just like i said we wouldn't <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about nerd news and you know what though if you guys are listening and, and watching um definitely hit these comments let us know what you think about definitely. this is important things um that we yes. deal with that the previous generations haven't dealt with before we're trail blazing right now um so let us know how you navigate this stuff For yeah because sure. we're not an echo chamber you can disagree with us yeah man i mean you could try you could be wrong <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna move into our proper topics 
Uh, yeah. First up, uh, we've had a bunch of discussions about this, I, I think especially early on in the podcast. But um, now there are more labor issues going on between, in this case, Blizzard and their parent company, Activision. They are kind of a joint thing now, Blizzard Activision. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, Activision Blizzard, I think they go by, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Activision Blizzard. But apparently a lot of stuff has come out that the Blizzard staff in particular really aren't getting living wages. Like, of course, like the programmers are some of the best paid you know, jobs in the country, even though they're very, you know, hardworking, they're overworked a lot in a lot of cases. But a yeah. lot of support staff within that company don't. And like there's stories coming out of guys kind of living in their cars to make ends meet, office. Uh, you know, skipping meals, like, you know, using stuff in the office to get by yeah. because they just don't get paid enough. Meanwhile, Activision we records record profits. <laughs> Bobby Kodak, <laughs> CEO, is like one of the highest paid CEOs in America, period. Not highest paid video game company CEOs, highest paid CEOs, CEOs, period. He's up there. We sitting there buying loot boxes and they can't even buy like, you know, a box of snacks just to get through the day. And it's sad that we spend so much money on these games. They talking about, you know, increasing right. the base amount too. And these cats can't Watch even live. The cats who are making these games can't even live. What? Like, I mean, what, what is that balance? Like, is it okay? Like, okay. Like, so say you're, and this is an, offhand example like this isn't <laughs> yeah. specific but like say you're a janitor working mm-hmm. at a school versus a janitor working for blizzard entertainment yeah mm-hmm. should those two jobs who are essentially doing the same thing get paid the same like one is a multi-million dollar company and the other is you know a, a state-funded institution maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's a private institution who knows but like i mean what do you guys think like sh- should there be a difference? So I so I'm going to try to answer that, but I will try to answer it as someone who has been on the support side of um a big corporation like that. You aren't looked at as a necessary component. You are a utility to them. And just like a utility, it should just always be on and just work, period. And unfortunately, if it doesn't, then Blue kind of was going, then you just switch it to someone else that does. I don't, I as like CEO top person or whatever, I don't care. I just want it to work. So if person a who says that they could get it to work 95 percent of the time wants a living wage but then someone tells me that they can get it working 90 percent of the time for half that amount okay yeah i just need it to work because i don't care and just like what's going on with this pandemic you realize what essential actually means And that those people who are working those jobs that, hey, you know what, that programmer, that programmer probably knows a whole lot about insert programming language here. They couldn't solve their own computer problem to save their life, but they have someone else that they can call on and then it'll just be fixed. Basically. I think um, 
yeah, it, it shows the lack of attention and empathy for the workers that really keep these companies and these games and these platforms afloat. Um, and obviously, things need to change. Uh, now, going back to your question, should the janitors be paid this? That's an interesting question because I think I'd like to say my, my base thought is the amount of work you put in should scale and, and and the importance of your work should help dictate your salary mm-hmm. right um i should say your the, the importance of your work to that company because anybody can say oh this work is more important than that work right you can say having a clean school is more important than having a clean multi-dollar yeah uh, multi-million dollar, dollar building. <laughs> building right um so that, that that's why i need to say importance to that institution um and I definitely believe that the sports staff needs to be paid more, especially how much price gouging these companies do to their consumers. Like, it's it feels unethical. If they weren't making that much money, if they were making, <laughs> like, you know, very – if they were, like, bringing in revenue like um, the, the – the, like the schools would, mm-hmm. right, The the in your example. Yeah. Then I could say, okay, yeah, they – like they have, have to, about you know, the budget. They have to ration. Yeah, they got a budget. They got to mm-hmm. do that. It just—it seems it. especially egregious when you know that they're in the green. Like they're making a ton of money. Not just in the green. They in the evergreen. Like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're in the platinum. Because <laughs> it's like, like yeah, like because clearly you can tell, like corporate greed. Yes, yes, it's greed because they're making all of this excess money because they're shorting their own staff. Yeah. These guys can't afford to live in the city that they work in. But then the CEO is is burning money. And this is exactly why it is always important to talk about how much you make. That's absolutely true, because that's how this came about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was an internal memo. Everyone anonymously... Thanks for bringing that up. Because that's... Honestly, I feel like everyone in all of your workplaces should start replicating this exact thing. They passed around an anonymous worksheet where everyone just kind of plotted their pay. And they saw the differences. And that's how the story got out. Because after that, it got shared with our our you know our favorite video games journalist, Jason Schreier, who now works at Bloomberg News. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think this is something that everyone in any kind of industry should adopt. Because, like, that whole thing about, oh, it's impolite to talk about, you know, how much you make, yeah. that's, that's made up by the companies. Like, yeah, because they don't, want, they don't like that. Yeah, like, who, like, impolite to who? Like, because if, like, if I'm working with my team and I'm doing, I'm, we're all doing the same work, but only one of us is making something, it's like, hey, guys, hey, 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 hold on. We, we have a problem. Like, this is about us. But for so long, it's been, oh, no, keep that to yourself or, and everything like that. Because, you know, it's easy to do that with such division. You know, knock, knock, cough, talk about our current political climate, cough, cough. <laughs> he knocked and then coughed. <laughs> not, not cough. <laughs> knock, <Yeah>. cough. <laughs> but, All right, Bobby, um, any, any final thoughts no, on this? I, Man, I, I, go ahead. I was trying to find a good solution to your question about if the janitors should be paid the same, and I do not have a, a good enough answer. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I do. I not. honestly think like there's no clear answer to that question. 
But at the very least, I think everyone should be able to agree that you should be paid a living wage. Period. And while a school may struggle with something like that, a multi-million dollar company definitely doesn't. There's no excuse. Yeah, like there's 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 literally no excuse. When you're that high up, I you you can't say, oh well, we're doing all this and we're we're spending this and like, son, I know you got the money. Like it's not it's not a game. Everybody knows. Like you're ranked. You're one of the tops. Like the amount (laughs) of money, the amount of money Bobby Kotick makes yearly, he could take a year off from being paid and probably solve all the problems of all that staff. And still live comfortably. And he'd be fine. Bobby Kotick will be fine. Totally fine. 100%. (laughs) Yep. But we're going to move on to our next topic. Uh, Blue, what do you got for us? What do I got for y'all? Okay, this was a weird story. And I had to read it a couple times. Um, But it's saying Apple says that Xbox Stadia streaming apps would break the App Store's rules. Now it's like... What the heck? What are they talking about? <laughs> like, right? what, is, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, what rules? So, this is the thing. You have people who make games, especially indie studios, who make games, mobile games for the App Store, right? Let's mm-hmm. say I'm making... Um, I was going to pull something from my desk that probably wasn't stream appropriate, but um, <laughs> let's say I'm making a card game, right? Mm-hmm. And all my, my... My card game is... is uh, it gets a five star, or let's say it gets a four star rating. Um, it's been on the charts for such and such long, and I'm getting the shine that I deserve. Okay, cool, yeah. Now I get to make another one, right? Now, if you have the Xbox um, streaming uh, platform on there, the uh, X Cloud. I mean, they haven't like properly X-Cloud. named it yet. I don't think. Yeah, I know. I'm still trying to figure. Yeah, I think out that's still the code it. name. If you have that on there, right? Not only are people gonna, it's gonna be in the game section. Mm-hmm. people are going to download it and they're going to play any and every game that they want through that so that means that that app will always 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 be at the top of the gaming leaderboards and you're not going to have no kind of competition because people are playing everything through that app so that's pretty much what they're saying it's going to break their whole leaderboard and ranking and it's not going to give shine to all these um, other developers, not just indie, but other developers, they're saying the same thing with Stadia. And um, I, I get it. It's it's annoying, but I get it. <laughs> really? Like that sounds reasonable. I, to I, you? I, I I have to disagree on that one, and I will I say. And 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 here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's a problem they made themselves. They can fix their own ranking system. They don't want to. They can though. They're... So, if my little card game has to compete with everything on Google Pass, uh, on, on um, Game Pass, but like I, I don't anyway? have a choice. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> not that it has to. Com- if I'm understanding this correctly, it's that because in order to play games on Game Pass, you have to go through Game Pass. So because of the algorithm that Apple has, there are going to be so many people using Game Pass to play other games. That games that are not part of Game Pass will be suffering. Is that correct? Not just not part of Game Pass, but it's going to be games that all mobile games are are competing with Game Pass and Stadia. Like okay, go ahead, so base, so under that, 
the only thing that would have to be done is to not register Game Pass and Stadia as actual mobile games because they're not. And they're, I, I hear that they're they're they're, stru- yeah, they're, they're like utility services, yeah, they're utility. Like, they are. like like Apple, like uh, like Disney Plus and like, whatnot. Like yeah, like Netflix. <laughs> yeah, like Netflix. Exactly. Netflix isn't in their movies category. <laughs> like you don't click on Netflix next to a movie. And then they say, oh, well, they're not going to watch these movies that we have on sale in the App Store because Netflix exists. It's a stupid mm-hmm. argument. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I would say even without even without it being in their App Store, mobile games compete with everything else that's a game on a regular basis. Just not, I guess, on the same screen. And that's, that's what it comes down to. Because if I'm going to the same screen, if I'm going to my App Store, I'm like, okay, what are the top games? It's... There, there's never going to be another app that's going to beat that out. That's it's such a it's such a and bad excuse. Honestly, I hear you. Here's here's my hypothesis on why Apple's doing okay. this. Apple doesn't want the competition of another game streaming service, or a you know another games library service, especially like Game Pass, which is a very good one, because they have their own. They have the Apple Arcade. I was just about to say the Apple Arcade, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and yes, in comparison, Game Pass is a much better service than Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade, when it launched, was actually pretty good. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, they have good games on there. Um, But you really haven't heard much about it since. I don't know if people play mobile games like that, especially the good, serious ones. You ain't got the time. So, honestly, I think it's a money thing. They just don't want to be upstaged in their own store. I think everything's gonna be a money thing when it comes down to this and and you're absolutely right but i mean um, don't they make apple would make money from any time someone downloaded the game pass app right i mean I, wait no i don't know if it's paid or not but it really depends they, on they would have to pay contract. to get it on there or something like it apple apple, by, apple doesn't let it, it on there it, for free i know that's for sure it's going to be so the the thing is it's going to have to be the same way it's going to have to be treated the way they the same way that they would treat any other streaming service because that's what this is it's just instead of streaming tv shows or movies you're streaming a video game and so there is no app that someone made that has 50 billion downloads like it's the brand new flappy bird or something like that it's a place where you will be streaming something and because they already know that Xbox and Stadia have significantly bigger libraries. If they had that on there, why would anybody need Apple Apple Arcade? Like it's really crappy, but it's very much in line with what Apple does. Like they box out any and all competition. They lock their community uh, community into their services and whatnot, so that if you try to use anything else, it literally breaks. <laughs> like it just won't function. Yep. So if they can't control it then they just lock it out entirely. Yep. So I really I do feel it's, bad for like the Apple fans because I know a lot of people were like looking forward to this. <laughs> Sorry Blue because you are not going to get access <laughs> to this thing. And that sucks. Yeah. Um it does suck that I can't like, you know, properly project it to that screen, but at the same time, I'm not too stressed. We're in a quarantine, so I ain't going nowhere. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it does suck. You know, I mean, um, what, how, I liked what about? To, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would have liked to use it. Um, you know, when I was out and about and felt the sun on my face on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever that happens again, 
right? But, but I was gonna ask, like, what about the the flip side? Like, Apple is still a very huge market of mobile devices, period. And this essentially mm-hmm. means that that many people won't have easy, like, at least the most basic access to the Game Pass or the XCloud service through their phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it not only not only through their phone, their iPad Pro, right. all of those sorts of things? It's yeah, like, matter of fact, this this will still work on like a a Mac, right? Like via browser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it okay. does. Yes. But yeah, so your your pads, your phones, you're just AOL. If you got only Apple products in your house, you probably wasn't trying. To... Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know any serious or even I was gonna say hardcore casual, which is just a weird word anyway. But um, <laughs> I like don't jumbo know any shrimp. Serious, jumbo shrimp, exactly. I don't know any serious gamer that picks up a Mac to play games on. Or any Apple product to play games on. That that's true, but some play games on a console, right? And then they pick yeah. up an Apple device because that's what they like or that's what they've been told to like or whatever. <laughs> and if they happen to own an Xbox and they want to use this service, like just like you, Blue, mm-hmm. they can't. <laughs> like, they just can't. I don't know how much that hurts Microsoft's kind of market share because to blanket the country with access to your service is definitely better than to not, I would assume. But if you're talking about people in my position, I still have Game Pass and I still have access to stuff so mm-hmm. that doesn't even matter to me that much you know and it doesn't matter to them because i'm still paying my subscription they don't care where i play the fact is i need to be paying my monthly dues and they're good to go they just want to make sure that wherever i got it um or wherever i can't i can play it at least on one screen that's what their main concern is okay so that's why i think it's not going to hurt them too much because if someone has all apple products they probably wasn't trying to game anyway well, um, how about how about this final question? I guess what then? you got? What you got? What you got? When it's time to inevitably upgrade to your next device, how 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 much about this makes you feel like you know what? Maybe it's time to look at Android. About this specifically, yeah. not a lick, not a lick. <laughs> gotcha. Especially like I, when I said you know in quarantine I ain't going nowhere, um, but I don't have the need. Me personally, I don't have the need to do that kind of serious gaming mobily. Um, if I'm out of the house, I'm on set or I'm at school and I'm working, I'm paying attention to that. I'm not, you know, I'm not on my phone for that reason. Okay, so um, at the end of the day, yeah. it, it kind of sounds like this really isn't going to affect either Apple or Microsoft <laughs> in any meaningful way, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, I'm not going to say it's a pointless story. It's never a pointless story, but I don't, I feel like it's kind of a stalemate that we just heard about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I still think stuff like this is anti-consumer, like just in general. And that's, yes. that's something that Apple yeah. tends to do a lot of. And it really just pisses me off, to be honest. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Because um, honestly, I don't think anyone, because you, I mean, I know in your situation, it's not as big a deal to you, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that there are those people who are out there who, because I saw some of the comments when I read this story, like some people were like really upset, like, wow, I like, so I, I used my Apple stuff for all this time and they really just don't give a F about what I want to do. <laughs> and so, I mean, a lot of cats are commenting on their PCs or even on their MacBooks where they can also access. But is that a solution? Like Apple saying, like, oh, well, go elsewhere if you want to do that. 
No, I'm not saying that Apple is telling them to go elsewhere, but they, I'm saying they really uh, are. <laughs> they're saying not on my device, not in my store. <laughs> <laughs> like you can not do that in my store. Okay. Go ahead, Gabriel. I said not in my sweet satanic suburb. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think Microsoft stressed about it. And yeah, you, you might be right. Apple's saying don't do it here. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's not it's not a huge impact for either company. Maybe not. Yeah, but, but there definitely could have been growth. There could have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there could have been growth. Just yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll move off. They weren't thinking about us. They yeah, that, like they us. they never are. But that's a whole other they, thing. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but our final story. Um. Uh, hope you guys managed to catch it. But Sony did their third party Son. showcase. Uh, did you guys get to watch it? Their their state of play. I did most recently. I did watch yeah? it. What did you think? Um. There were actually some games I was really interested in. Um, I, okay, so, I don't know. Did you want to go by, like, game by game? or Well, I, well first, let us let me get, like, your overall, overall thought yeah, on just how their presentation went, especially in comparison to uh, Xbox. Yeah, it's kind of a hard comparison because Xbox did their third-party thing first and then more yeah. recently did their bigger first-party thing. And now Sony, who started with their first-party thing, now has done their kind of third-party indie thing. So I don't know. Like, how, how do you feel it stacks up in terms of how both companies are giving this information out? I have to say, in general, when Sony does put out information, I feel like it's a lot more clear-cut and easy and simple to watch and, um, and, and learn from. I liked uh, a lot of the stuff I saw. I think there was... Um, there were some games I'm just like, why? Why is this coming again, again, again? <laughs> um, and <laughs> but I was surprised by a couple of them. Uh, there, there's some that, and I like. Overall, we're gonna, we're gonna get into some of the details, but I wasn't mad at it. I liked I liked what I saw, and especially the the gameplay at the end um, of Godfall. I thought that was a great way to end the um, the whole segment. So. Okay. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good showcase. Uh, I w- I would agree with that. I thought it was very impressive. It was definitely better put together than Microsoft's version of the third party thing. Yeah. Uh, one because they they really tried to play down the importance of it. <laughs> like Sony would gave a ton of messages saying like, "Hey, there's not going to be any big announcements in this. Uh, you're going to get to see more of this stuff. You're going to see some indie stuff or whatnot. But it's nothing. It's nothing major. You're not going to get any of this big. So like they really tried to downplay <laughs> it. So when I was I was thinking we were going to get something like maybe Nintendo's uh, Direct Mini that was just indie games, but this was like a mm-hmm. mix of some like really polished looking indie titles, um, yeah. and then like some of the bigger third party ones that are coming, like Godfall. Um, I, mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, a couple of the indie games really caught my attention. The the Pathless, I think it was called, with the the archer that's like running through like yes. the field and stuff. That was super dope. Yeah, that game looked really beautiful. Uh, the mechanics of it looked really fun. Um, one thing I loved mm-hmm. about the commentary on that one is that they said that it's not focusing. This game is not going to focus on your aim with the bow and arrow. Right. The archer, the hunter's already skilled. You ain't got to 
worry about that. Yeah, they're going to hit it's their about marks. Your it's about your timing. Think, yeah. Exactly. It's all about timing. And while I feel like if I were to play this game, I don't think I'd play it for more than a day or two, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I honestly, feel like from the, the looks of it, it doesn't look like it would probably take more than a day or two to complete. Exactly. Which I'm not opposed to. Like yeah. It's a smaller title. But um, I do feel like it's going to be... If I do play it, I'm going to enjoy the ride. Um, I, I like how they did the boss fights. And, and the whole thing is really just timing. Um, and a little bit of bird management. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, open world platforming and stuff. And it, like, it, it, it impressed me, for sure. And yeah. the thing is, like, there, there, there's one game that did that in the Microsoft show. Uh, it was like, like Scarlet Nexus, I think it was called. Like, it looked like kind of a flashy anime... Uh, hack and slasher okay i'm pretty sure it's called scarlet nexus <laughs> that sounds familiar yeah <clears throat> but i don't know sony just it's like the pacing of their showcase like there were people talking but i don't think you ever really saw them oh. like you heard voices over some of the commentary others were just trailers and like it just kept flowing like they would introduce a thing and then it would just flow into the next thing like microsoft kind of kept getting bogged down and and trying to explain too much of what they were going to show you and then once they would show it to you because like the de- developer or whoever you know built it, they're very passionate and excited about their project. And they just sitting there and just talking about it, talking about. It. And they in the weeds, and you just like, all right, dude. <laughs> right, okay, and then yeah. when the actual you got inspiration from. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. when the gameplay this plays, you're you're like, okay, so this is all the stuff this person said about it, but it doesn't. It's not speaking any of that to me. Like like just show us yeah. the thing, and then we'll get our own emotional reaction from it. I they trying like to tell you why the grass looks the way it is, and you're just trying to see <laughs> blood splatters. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like a little distracting. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, did did you get to check this out, gamer? I did, and I was happy about the fact that it opened up with with Crash Bandicoot. I right. like the I like the redesign. Um, you could possibly play as Dingle Dial. I'm a that's okay. We also have a new mask. That's nice. Braid. <laughs> Why did we have to bring that back? I thought don't, that that was... Don't hate on Braid. <laughs> I was going to say... Okay, I know that Braid is a good game. Why did it have to come back again? Well, they did say... First of all, they're remastering it. So it looks a this lot This is like a second prettier. remaster, my dude. Is it? No, the other ones had to be a port. Like, this... They it literally redid like the art. But yeah, the, no, but I the thing, But honestly, the thing that really made me feel like, oh, maybe I would actually want to pick this up, is they added tons of commentary. Like, you get a lot of behind-the-scenes information about a brilliant game braid is a 10 out of 10 game like it is mm-hmm. brilliant mm-hmm. and honestly you don't see too much commentary like valve used to do this a lot do you remember like they had commentary in portal and portal 2 in the left for dead yeah. games i think like there were like little like bubbles that you could walk to in the commentary mode and they would just talk about some of the stuff they did in mm. the level that you're looking at like that is super incredible to me like they're instituting that in one of the best games ever made. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you know what? I think for, for platform lovers like you, and um, I, I think that's that's probably a selling point. Um, that, that whole thing, that, that the remaster of this game is a selling point. I personally, um, and I've, I've played Braid. I didn't finish it. But I've played Braid, and I wasn't too in by it hmm. um so that's why i think a remaster seems relatively pointless to me when i i didn't have problems with the first one you know what i mean um and i, I didn't really have a desire to see it done again 
But uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I I hear yeah, you, if you're not, if you're not a fan of the thing, then sure, you. Why would you care? If it came back? <laughs> Especially how old it is, and I feel like I've it is, seen it, it is an old game. But Braid Braid is brilliant. It tells a brilliant okay. story, and it has very, like, very smart puzzle gameplay in it. Like that game is super impressive to me. So okay, maybe it's just me. I think it's still on Game Pass, isn't it? Probably. I'll have to double check that. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I All right. It used to be an Xbox exclusive back in the live arcade days. It was one of the big reasons why live arcade blew up. True. I, I, the one thing I do want to say which caught me was the last game that they talked about, uh, Godfall. Yes. I find it so important as a consumer and kind of funny as a critic that one of the things that you want to say about your game, one of the really... Uh, unique selling points now is that a game will not have microtransactions in it. Yeah, they threw that in there. I, I, I have, like the fact that, and and because that's important. It's important now for you to be upfront with that. Like, oh yeah, by the way, um, there'll be no microtransactions, and it's like that one scene from Family Guy when everyone just cheers because you said the thing. You said the thing that everybody likes now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wow, this. This is the world we live in now, huh? Okay. I mean, outside yeah. of that revelation, though, um, what what else did you take away from the Godfall showing? Like, how does that game actually look to you? It look. It would have been interesting if the person commenting did not say anything, because what he was saying and then what was going on were completely different. For example, I think it was about like it was near the end where the commenter was talking about how aggressive the game is and how interactive the fight style is, and the person who's playing is constantly like blocking. Yeah, that's and true. Back up. <laughs> and I'm like, can you not? Can you? Can you not? That's one of my pet peeves when it comes to these showcases. Is when they do the gameplay, it's always someone that just doesn't play video games. I can I can feel it. You know what like I mean? They like, have no idea what's going on. I can understand if you're getting hit by something to show how to recover health or how to like counter and you know things are getting dangerous. But man, they can be hit by dumb stuff. Like like bro, I ain't played the game and I know you could have dodged. You know what I mean? Um, but you're absolutely right. That that is one thing they talked about the ferocity and how intense this gameplay was going to be. And this dude's just getting his butt whooped for the most part and kind of just doing some basic attacks on his cats. Now, I like how they did kind of do a small dive into two of weapon classes, mm-hmm. which was the, the, the dual swords and the long sword. Mm-hmm. It, it looked pretty cool. And they talked about the shield, how everyone has. Yeah, I thought that was and... pretty cool. Like, vers- like, there's like a universal form of combat and then there's like the class specific combat. As yeah, well. I think that was dope. I thought that was cool too, and uh, but I'm afraid of lag. I think that game is gonna look so terrible when it starts lagging, and um, that's my that's the scariest thing with melee combat. Anyway, you see it with edge, you see it with for honor, you see it with all kinds of stuff. Um, those hitboxes are important, and if you're playing online with somebody, you gotta make sure those connections are great to actually. I think to fully, fully, fully enjoy this game. That, that's actually looks- true. They didn't show any like co-op gameplay and, I, mm-hmm. and honestly isn't that one of the bigger selling points of this thing like everything they yes, showed was cause... like singular combat and sure that looked fine but like if two people are wailing on one of these bosses or one of these enemies like what do they do like because that can really just Dude. break all the combat encounters if there are three of you just beating the crap out of everything like it's less fun if, if the game doesn't challenge you 
I remember in um, PSO2, and part of the reason the game, it was too easy to start. If I was just a little bit behind my friends, I wouldn't hit a thing. Yeah, they would just rush and clear all the rooms, and you're just going to catch and up the whole time. That's why I played a ranger, so I could shoot stuff from afar <laughs> and actually get some experience. <laughs> That's true. Um, so that's another thing I'm, I'm afraid about this game. But it looks great. It reminds me of um, Skyforge a bit with the whole setup. Yeah. As bad as Skyforge is, yeah, it's a similar <laughs> look for sure. But I, honestly, yeah. I wasn't in, I wasn't really impressed with like the visuals. Like I thought it looked like something that could come out today, and that makes sense because you know they're making it in this time period, even though it's gonna launch on next gen stuff, but. It's not really yeah. pushing any of the hardware, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So, so they said it's going to be the... Not the first, but they, they called it a slasher loot. Yeah, lo a looter slasher, yeah. Looter slasher. So we'll see how that works. Okay. It's be interesting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So anything else on Sony's uh, showcase? Yeah. I got at least two more. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't do VR games. I don't, uh, in general. Um, I might have to at least watch some streams and stuff of the star wars vr game because that one actually looks polished it's called vader immortal right i thought you were and... gonna mention the hitman vr game oh no 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 no! i don't really like hitman i'm not gonna lie that dude just too plain for me <laughs> but <laughs> and i understand that's his power is just the anonymity but except he's a six foot five bald man with a barcode on the back of his neck okay <laughs> Sitting there looking like a whole Q-tip, like, like um, a WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> but the Vader Immortal, the Star Wars um, VR game, actually looks super dope. Uh, looks like you can not only use different types of um, lightsabers, you can use force powers, and um, you can use multiple lightsabers, if, which is is really cool. I see them uh, going up to different blocking stances, which is always dope in swordplay. You know what I mean? So I might have to see how this one plays out and see if I have to get a little VR sick. See, I don't know. I'm I'm still very iffy with VR experiences. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like we're we're not at like the full gameplay level yet. Even though I know Half Life Alex did release to like critical acclaim and whatnot, I haven't gotten a chance to try it myself. But that would mm -hmm. seem to be like a full gameplay thing tailored around you know VR. The Star Wars stuff just feels a little too like gameplay light i want to say but i mean mm. we haven't seen enough so I don't exactly know. yeah I'll, I'll i kind of want to see where they're going with this for sure um there's another one hood looked crazy oh right yeah that actually does look cool. i don't know if this is a uh pvp like capture objective kind of deal i think i think where... it might be it looks super cool. You have a, a team of Robin Hood and his squad. Yo, first of all, they all looked crazy dark. You couldn't even see Robin Hood's face. I think I don't think had, any I don't think any of them in particular are Robin Hood, but they're all Robin what? Hood like characters. Son, you had Robin Hood, you had <laughs> Little John, you had um uh Friar Tuck, and that's probably made Marion with him. I honestly think was, that they're like stand-ins for those guys. Like there are archetypes for the people you know, but since it's gonna be like teams, like it's just gonna be like, oh, this guy is the archer and this guy is the priest or the friar, or you know what I mean? I guess, I guess. Uh, we'll see how that how that runs out because it looks exactly like 
the main cast. Yeah, I mean, it's based in that universe. They called it Hood. Yeah. Like something it, Thieves and Scoundrels mm-hmm. or whatever. I can't remember what the subtitle was. <laughs> yeah. But then you had the King's Guards that were blocking them from getting the treasure. So it looked like this is going to be like a for capture. Um, possibly. I don't know. Uh, but it looks dope. It does. It looks super cool. It looks like a yeah. PvE, PvP type thing. With yeah. like you know different classes, you could you know go and do heists with your friends in medieval times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looked like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> now, gamer, I don't know if you're interested in this one, um, but Temtem looked like a Pokemon clone. Yeah, that actually released on Steam earlier. It's I, literally a Pokemon like, clone. Son, it actually looks fun though. Yeah, I think I've seen a lot it has, of. Uh, it has, it's Pokemon. gotten good reviews for sure. Like, uh, it, it even fixes a lot of the problems that. Nintendo has with its multiplayer, like it's, it's like an it's MMO light because you can yeah. run around in lobbies with multiple people, and then you can party up with people, and like all of that stuff is made much easier because Nintendo mm-hmm. was not involved. <laughs> <laughs> so that um, is possibly going to be a uh, time. Oh, matter of fact, and... you just reminded me before you finish. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They showed more gameplay from Bug Snacks. <laughs> Yo, I, I skipped through that. I skipped through that. Yo, as soon as I thought it be, stupid little... To be fair. <laughs> to be don't absolutely it fair. Good. It, don't. It looks like there's don't. some fun gameplay in there. Sun stop. Like, the characters look. are like Muppets. Like, they, they talk like... It's funny, but then, like, the gameplay is, like, around trapping, like, animals. It's like you're, you're like, a, like a monster trapper. Like, I... I can't think of a game that does that. Like you set up like traps, you like build things, you you capture stuff. No, I mean Monster Hunter, you fight them. <laughs> like you just smack them with a sword. Hey, also, this is Viva Pinata. I mean that's like a you said trap aspect. Yeah, Viva Pinata. I think you. you oh, I never, yeah, okay. tra- I've never played Viva yeah, Pinata. But I mean, yeah. if, if anyone's a fan of that and a similar gameplay, then they might like Buck Snacks. It's bright, colorful. It's real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a game in there. Like I didn't know what that game was, but after seeing yeah. what the gameplay is, I'm like, okay, I can, I can understand what's happening here. This could be fun. My thing about this presentation, um, this this state of play live stream, is that I feel like 90% of the games were actually interesting to watch. Um, there was another one called Aeon. Yes. That- Bro, you can tell it's 2D gameplay, but it doesn't feel like it. The animations and these these camera angles and they look brutal. It's very dark. It looks like a um a, another cyberpunk. Yeah, it looks like a <laughs> like a it looks like a cyberpunk adult cartoon or something that came on in like the yeah. early two thousands. <laughs> like very yeah, very like striking a, art style. Almost almost um almost paranoia paranoia agent vibes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but but more but like Dark City VR, like virtual reality. Uh, you know what? Have you played Indivisible? I know of I that ha- game. I have it on my PC. I've not played it. The um I'm I'm looking it over right now. I'm getting heavy into like it does look different, but the fighting style is similar to Indivisible, which is also similar to like Indivisible uh, though. I'm, from what it, I'm I'm not sure because it's like there's no HUD or anything like that. But I'm seeing, yeah, like a, a, a to me looks like a like a beat 'em up, like a side scrolling fighter. Uh, mm. not, no, I don't know. I think we don't know. I think yeah, I guess it's might nebulous. Then. If you look at it, it looks like they're all kind of sitting 
in one spot the the main character has some support behind him and he's just kind of doing some moves and then pulling back to his spot so i don't know if it's something that you're scrolling through um or it is kind of like that turn based setting um we're not sure what it looks like what it what it is yet but i, I think it is closer to the the fighting style of indivisible him was saying but it would be super dope if it was a side scrolling beat em up that would that would look amazing yeah like first and foremost, that game looks like nothing Bearing. I've seen before. The so use definitely of take a look at that. Low on blacks that they have there is amazing. They have a whole bunch of dark surfaces, but glowing from different colors and different light sources. It's 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 the epitome of neon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a really cool looking game. Definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. Uh, let's move off of our topics into our mailbag to wrap things up. You can also send us emails to bbetgaming at gmail.com like Snicks360 did, who is always coming through with the questions. We really appreciate you, bro. One day we'll get a question from somebody else, but that's not this day. (laughs) (laughs) Snicks asks, have you ever performed a task that in theory you believed you could accomplish, but in hindsight was beyond your ability to complete? What was the outcome? <laughs> um, I feel Ugh. like that's a loaded question. <laughs> There's nothing beyond my ability to complete. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly how you end up in these situations. I know, right? Um, I, 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 if we keep it relevant to, to BBET, I feel like the very first um, Super Smash tournament we had, I don't... I, I feel like there's a lot of things that... that we didn't predict right Mm. but i don't believe that's because um our lack of ability i think it was just you know hindsight visions 2020 (laughs) can't predict everything (laughs) but in the moment you know we adapted properly and i guess to give listeners a bit more context um the first time we had a lot of people drop out not know exactly the time um we had some people slow to the pickup and we had to move around a lot of things and we're doing the whole brackets and everything live on stream via obs um so if we had another person there might have helped out to help manage if we maybe sent out a couple more emails with some confirmations that might have helped out um we we had a post meeting too to help try and mitigate this but the with the question being in theory you believed you could accomplish um i feel like we did accomplish a good Super Smash Brothers tournament. I would say so. Um, yeah, I really do. And but I do think in hindsight it could have been better and oh, it sure. will <laughs> be better in the future. So yeah, that's the answer to your question. Uh me, Mr. Snicks three sixty. Uh did you have anything prepared, gamer? I I do. Um learning learning Python. As, as a matter of fact, not so much learning Python, but um, performing corporate level automation in Python because it started off with okay, hey, here's this real kid. Here's this kid. He knows PowerShell really well. Oh, well, some people over at insert other hospital here has some things running in Python. Can you do that? Um, yes. And the the the, the real answer was <laughs> not. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> but somebody else has ran into this problem before. 
Um, but yes, at the time, I was doing things that was beyond my ability. And I was scared because this what like a lot of pressure was kind of put on me because I had done so many things. And I didn't have this quote at the time, but I was on TikTok and Will Smith is also on TikTok. And it's like, what a coincidence. <laughs> right? Like, uh, but Will Smith says something to the effect of, if you can't get rid of the fear, work through it. And that's kind of what I did. I didn't have a choice, but that was just what I did. And then I figured out that, oh, okay. So it's actually not that different. It's difficult, but not that different. And, you know, now that's just another programming language under my belt. So, uh, yeah, that that's that's what I got. Nice. Or not nice. Because you, <laughs> whichever way you want to take that. Yeah, whatever. Sigma, what about uh, you, bro? Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this brought to mind um, a situation in, I, I'm pretty sure it was grade school. Either grade school or oh, middle wow. school. If it was middle school that Snakes 360 may actually remember this, <laughs> this situation, but it, it may have been before that. Like, So I used to play Little League Baseball. Okay. And the first year, um, we, the first year I made uh, my Little League team, uh, I helped bring my team to the championships. And we won, like, the very first season I ever played, in large part because I was a very, very good hitter. Like, almost every pitch that was thrown to me would be an in-the-park or out-of-the-park home run. Like, they could not stop me. They got to the point where these kids would literally walk me, like, anytime I got up to bat, and, like, I would, like, throw the bat in anger because, like, I, they, wasn't, they weren't letting me play <laughs> in that oh, instance. wow. Because, like, they were just trying to, like, shut down, like, my ability to hit the ball, right? Yeah, yeah. So needless to say, I was very confident in my ability to hit a baseball, like, that's being pitched to me. After the summer ends, you know, I'm back in school or whatnot, we're taking gym class. We're playing wiffle ball in the gym. And instead of an aluminum bat and an actual baseball, it's, you know, the little, plastic. yeah, the plastic yeah, bat I mean, and, like, the uh, wiffle ball the wiffle that, ball. like, makes us yeah. a weird sound <laughs> when you throw it and stuff. And for the life of me, any time I got up to bat, I would absolutely miss that ball. <laughs> Every single time. I could not understand why I couldn't hit any yeah. pitch thrown to me. It didn't matter who was throwing was it. Funny. <laughs> But I would swing with all my might, son. <laughs> and just whoosh, whoosh. Every time. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> so embarrassed. Because I, I oh didn't know God. what the hell happened. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. I was an amazing batter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just not here. Not in wiffle ball. Just not not in this gym. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I don't, the outcome was, I don't know, I was the worst player on the team for, for this the whole time that we played wiffle ball in gym. <laughs> and that was embarrassing. So... <laughs> that's something I'll just never forget. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because it, it reminds me. This might be just, I guess, a second answer. Mm-hmm. But when I first, when I very first went to PC Overwatch, coming from console, uh-huh. <laughs> they oh, I you. got this. <laughs> 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 oh, Everyone man. on PC says, "Psych." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I lose. I lose on console. I get beat on PC. There's a difference. <laughs> oh There's a difference. 
what, 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 what's the difference though? What's what's the difference? Oh, people on PC are a lot more accurate, and they play different characters because they're mouse. able to um, <laughs> shoot with the mouse. Yeah, it's, it's the mouse. The That's mouse. the big difference. You don't see a lot of Widowmaker players, good Widowmaker players on console. They are a dime a dozen on, uh, <laughs> on PC. So, <laughs> so if you see a widow, on, if, if so if you see a widow on your team, chances are it's probably a good one. Yeah, there's a much higher chance that you got a good team. So, all right. So, hope that answers your question, Snicks. Uh, anyone else listening? Please don't be shy. Go ahead and send us questions regarding anything. You personal yeah. situations, game stuff, whatever you want to know about, we'll probably answer it. Just send an email to bbetgame@gmail.com. But that's gonna do it for this episode, episode 58 of the BBET Games Cast. Want to thank everybody for listening. Gamer, where can people find you if they're looking for you on the internet? So, you can find me at startbuttonreview.com. I am most active on Twitter at S-B-R-M-R-G-A-N-E-R. You can also find that on PlayStation and Xbox and, no, not Steam. And I am also Mr. Gamer, Mr. Gamer 24 on TikTok. I'm available on TikTok a whole lot, too. And SBR Reports, which is available on all places where you can have a podcast and Skyrim toilets. Thank you. <laughs> Blue, how about you? It's your boy, Blue Bones, B-L-U-B-0-N-E-S. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms with that same handle, B-L-U-B-0-N-E-S. Um, looking forward to... Uh, last week, I was really light on the streams, man. My producer was on my butt. I'm trying to get this job. It's life. It happens. But this week, I'm going to be back at it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to. I'm gonna pull in some weeb stuff, and probably do some some Shinobi Strikers with my boy. Um, I definitely want to pull in some uh, Ghost of Tsushima. All right, gonna continue that, and um, we'll see what else. We'll see what else comes to the table and comes across my uh, comes across my screen. But more importantly, Mister Sigma, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on pretty much all social media at Sigma Gears Nine. You can find me on Facebook at Sigma and Sun. You can find my three-minute reviews as well as a bunch of live streams that I've now been doing with Escapist at EscapistMagazine.com or the Escapist YouTube. Uh, I mentioned it last week, but I'm on a new show with my editor-in-chief, Nick Calandra, mm-hmm. called The Editor's Hour every Monday. So that's a show that's just me and him. Like, it's not a rotating thing like Streaming with Jack, which is one of the three three-minute review editors, Streaming with Jack Packer from Red Letter Media. Uh, I just so happened I streamed Game Night on Sunday with them. Uh, editor's hour on monday and then (laughs) again stream with jack on tuesday because it was my time up so there's a lot of me on the escapist uh (laughs) twitch right now so definitely check that out show some support um probably gonna also try to increase the the number of times i'm streaming throughout the week Uh, a lot of work has come up but just gonna try a little harder to just fit it in because i know you guys want to see the bbt channel a lot more active than it has been. I love how in our Discord we got a lot of cats asking, "Hey, what's who's streaming to? What are we plan to do? For sure. What are we doing?" I love it. I love the energy. I love the action, and um, and we're gonna get, we're gonna bring it to y'all. It's coming. Yeah, didn't I think I recently played Borderlands Three with someone? Yeah, on the right, yeah last yeah. night. I think. Uncool. Yeah, uncool. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even remember? I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> I need more coffee. <laughs> well, if you guys want to also uh, play some games with us, definitely join our Discord. The link is probably below yep, yep. this video somewhere. 
or in the description if you're listening to this on a podcast service. But once again, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate all the support. Yep. That's going to do it. Picture me riding and rolling, rolling with models, brand new Ferraris like we was winning the lotto, and that's the whole squad is with me, pouring the bottle, playing that OMG music that's gonna blow like Chicago, Harry.